Hello, and welcome to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Today we continue in our series called The Life You Were Meant to Live. In this series, Pastor Rick looks into the Bible to help you discover the life God planned for you, the life you were meant to live. In just a few moments, we're going to tell you about an amazing opportunity to partner with Daily Hope to share the Word of God with people around the world. You can find out more by going to PastorRick.com while you listen to the message, or text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called, How to Lighten Your Load. Some of you heard about that Petco delivery truck on El Toro Road this week. As he was making his rounds delivering pets, at every stoplight he'd stop, get out of the truck, take a two before and start banging it on the side of the truck. He'd go to the next stoplight, when he'd stop, he'd get out, take the two before, bang on the side of the truck. He was doing this every light down El Toro Road. Finally, the guy behind him just got the best of him, his curiosity, and he said, what are you doing? He said, well, buddy, I got two tons of canaries in this truck. It's a one-ton truck. So I have to keep half of them in the air all the time. <laughs> Some of you are like that truck driver. You're way on overload. You're binging, batting and binging and everything because you've got stuff in the air all the time because you are on overload. Today we're going to look at how to reduce the load of your life. And Jesus summarizes the secrets of stress management in one sentence. Actually, in little Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30, there in your outline, he gives us the secrets of stress management. Three things to do. If you do these things, your stress will go down, your satisfaction will go up, the overload will be lightened. This is what you need. This could be a turning point in your life today if you will practice these three things that Jesus said. Notice, come to me, he says, all you that are weary and carrying heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now Jesus says three things. I want you to circle these words. He says come, he says take, and he says learn. That's all you need to know about stress management. Come, take, and learn. And we're going to look at these this morning. Number one, Jesus says, turn to me. He says, come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, heavy burden, and I will give you rest. So the first point is, turn to Jesus. Turn to Jesus. Come to Christ. Now in the Bible, people came to Jesus for many different reasons. Some people came out of, for forgiveness. Some people came for answers. Some people came for healing. Some people came to Jesus for salvation. Some people came to him for eternal life. But Jesus says, you can come to me for rest. What? Yeah, rest. For relief from stress. For relief from overload. He says, you're weary? You're overloaded? Come to me. Come to me. Now, he says, I will give you rest for your souls. Notice, this is much deeper than physical rest. Your greatest problem is not overloaded muscles. In fact, some of you need to use your muscles more. You're flabby. <laughs> it's not that you're overloaded in your muscles. You're overloaded in your mind. 
You're overloaded in your spirit. You're overloaded you're in your emotions. You need soul rest far more than you need physical rest. You need relief from worry. You need relief from tension. You need re relief from stress, from guilt, from fear, from bitterness, from anxiety. This is soul rest. And he says, if you're worn out, if you're tired, if you're overloaded, come to me and I will give you soul rest. Here's my question. Who do you naturally turn to or what do you naturally turn to when you are exhausted, when you are depleted, when you are overloaded? You may be a Christian, but I doubt that your first choice is Jesus. You may turn to food when you're exhausted. You may turn to television and prop your feet up. You may turn to a drink or a pill. You may turn to some other form of escape. But none of these things can give you soul rest. Soul rest. Only God can give you that. Notice what the Bible says, the next verse. He, God, gives power to those who are tired and worn out, and he offers strength to the weak. Those who wait on the Lord will find new strength. Notice it says new strength. That's not strength that you had and you just didn't know about. It's strength from God, supernatural strength. Strength from outside yourself. How do you get it? It says, wait on the Lord. The antidote to your overloaded soul is not a plan for time management. It's not a program for stress reduction. It's not a philosophy on how to simplify your life. It's not a pill. It's a person. Jesus does not say, come to church. He does not say, come to small group. He does not even say, come to the Bible. He says, come to me. The answer for your overload is a person. None of these other things can give you soul rest, what you really need. That deep down soul rest when you are exhausted emotionally, spiritually, mentally. You know, this is the exact opposite of what the world teaches. Because the world teaches, when you're empty inside, do more. If I could just do more, then I'll be at rest and peace. If I could just have more, then I'll be at rest and peace. If I could just be more, then I'll be at rest and peace. You need to do, do, do more. And Jesus said, no, it's not a matter of do, it's a matter of come. Come to me. Just come to me. No other qualifications, just come to me. There's a song they sing at the end of every Billy Graham crusade, just as I am, I come. He says, that's how you come. Just come to me. What you really need, the first thing you need in your overloaded condition is more time with God. Those who wait on the Lord will renew their strength. How do you do that? Look at the next verse. Find a quiet, secluded place so you won't be tempted to role play before God. Just be there as simply and as honestly as you can. And the focus will shift from you to God. And you will begin to sense his grace. He says, get alone by yourself so you're not pretending, you're not acting in front of other people. And you will begin to sense his grace. Now why don't we do this? Why don't we, why don't we turn to Jesus more? Why don't we come to Christ? Well, number one, we think we can handle it on our own. And uh, number two, we often forget what God is really like. We just forget that God is a loving father. 
that God cares for us like a father cares for a small child. And God isn't going to scold you when you come, you come to him for rest. He's going to love you. If you will just come to God like a little child comes to a father, he will teach you how to really rest. But you've got to turn to him. That's the first step. Step two, give up control. Give up control. Jesus says, come to me if you're tired and you're weary and you're heavy burdened, I'll give you rest. And then he says, take my yoke upon you. The reason why you get so tired, the reason why you get so overloaded is because you think you have to be in control of everything. You think it all depends on me. I got to pull all the strings. I've got to make it happen. I've got to, I've got to be in control. If it's, up, if it's to be, it's up to me. Wrong. It's up to God if it's to be. And so you need to let go of control. Now get this. The greater your need to control things, the more your life will be prone to overload and stress. Do I need to say that again? The greater your tendency and need to control things, the more your life will be prone to overload and stress. Because you have to have your finger in all the pies. You have to have everything under control. You have to do this and that and this and that because you want to control it all. And that's why you're stressed out. You need to turn to Jesus and then you need to give up control to Jesus. You give up control. This is Jesus' second solution to your stress. He says there, take my yoke upon you. Now you say, wait a minute, that doesn't sound too relaxing. Uh, in fact, that, that sounds like more of a burden. Take my yoke upon you. That means take something else on my shoulders. Rick, you don't know what I'm already carrying. I'm carrying way too much. How could I take Jesus Christ's yoke on me? Well, let's just go back and review what a yoke is. Most of you didn't grow up on farms. Let's show a picture of it. A yoke is a wooden beam that attaches two farm animals together to lighten the load so they can work together as a team. Now get this, a yoke is not a harness. A harness you put on one horse or one ox. A yoke is when you put it over two so that the burden is shared and the load is lightened. The purpose is to make it easier for the animal. They can carry more because they are working together and the load is halved, and the load is shared, and the load is lightened. And Jesus says, I want you to take my yoke upon you. Now, why does he use that symbol? Because first, a yoke is a symbol of partnership. There are two of you working on it, not just one. And Jesus said, I will help you out with your problems. I will help carry your load. He doesn't add to your load. He says, I'll help share your load. He doesn't have a load, he's God. He says, I will share your load. Stick with me. Go shoulder to shoulder with me. Work with me. And I will be your partner. And I will carry a part of your load. Notice this verse, Psalm 55. Well, he says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Why? Because we're sharing it. Psalm 55, 22. Pile your troubles on God's shoulders. He'll carry your load and he'll help you out. And by the way, God has a stronger back than you do. He says, Jesus says, join up with me, connect with me, get attached to me, put on the yoke with me, and I'll carry the load with you. Now listen. 
If you are overloaded this morning, it's because you are not yoked to Christ at this very moment. If you are overstressed this morning, it is because you are not yoked to Jesus Christ at this very moment. Oh, you can be a Christian, but you can take that yoke off. You've got to put it on moment by moment. Say, Jesus, share this with me. Take it with me. Every time I get detached from Jesus Christ, my stress level goes up. Every time I get reattached to Jesus Christ, my stress level goes down. It's that simple. Come to me, give up control. Those are the first two things. And yoke is a symbol of partnership. God says, I will help you out. It is also a symbol of control. Because farmers use a yoke to guide and direct and control the farm animals. When horses are yoked together, they are controlled by the master. When you are under the yoke of Christ, you are controlled by God. You have given up control. The load is lighter, but you have given up control. Now, would you write this down? When I'm yoked with Christ, we move together in the same direction and at the same pace. When you are yoked with Jesus Christ, you can't go in a different direction than Jesus. And when you are yoked with Jesus Christ, you can't go any faster than Jesus goes. He sets the direction and he sets the pace. Now, you do need direction in your life, but you need far more than that. You need a pace setter. Because all of us have a tendency to go faster than we really should, or even slower than we really should. And Jesus knows better than you do what's the adequate, accurate pace for your life. Every time you get away from the yoke of Jesus, you start going another direction, you get in trouble. Every time you get out from under the yoke of Jesus, you start going at your own pace and you get overstressed. That's why he says, come to me and then take up my yoke. Put, give up control. How do you do that? Look at these verses. Galatians 5, 25. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. We just follow God step by step. How do you do that? Look at the next verse. Our lives get in step with God by letting him set the pace. Question, who's setting the pace in your life right now? Your agenda or God's agenda? If you're setting the pace, it's no wonder you're stressed out because you're looking around at everybody else saying, oh, they're going fast, I better catch up. Well, they're burning out too. So why do you want to let other people set the pace in your life? As I said, you need more than direction. You need a pace setter. And when Jesus is connected to you and you are connected to Jesus, you're going to slow down. Why? Jesus was never, ever in a hurry. Now, I've read through the Bible many times, and not one time in the Bible as I, have I ever read, Jesus ran to this place. Never ran. Never, ever ran. He always walked. In fact, he kind of sauntered. One time he had a friend die. He was a couple miles away, and it took him three days to get there. That's slow walking. <laughs> Why? He knew God had a plan. God didn't want to heal a sick man. He wanted to raise a dead man, and so he wasn't in a hurry to get there. And in those three days, the man died and was buried. Greater miracle. God had a better idea. God had a plan. Many times you're rushing to meet a deadline that if you missed the deadline, God had a better idea. You got to give up control if you want to lower the stress in your life. You got to let him be the pace setter. 
The Japanese version paraphrase of Psalm 23 goes like this. The Lord is my pace setter. I shall not rush. He makes me stop and rest for quiet intervals. He provides me with images of stillness which restore my serenity. He leads me in the way of efficiency through calmness of mind, and this guidance is peace. Even though I have a great many things to accomplish this day, I will not fret, for his presence is here. His timeless, his all-importance will keep me in balance. He prepares refreshment and renewal in the midst of my activity by anointing my mind with his oil of tranquility. My cup of joyous energy overflows. Surely harmony and effectiveness shall be the fruit of my hours, for I shall walk in the pace of my Lord and dwell in his heaven forever. The truth is, you're going to be yoked to something in life. Years ago, Bob Dylan wrote a song, you're going to have to serve somebody. You're going to give your life for someone or something. You may be yoked to your career. You may be yoked to the desire to acquire great wealth. You may be yoked by the expectations of other people. All of those are heavy burdens. They're heavy yokes to carry on your shoulder. Jesus said, why don't you get rid of that one and wear mine? It's light and it's easy. Look at that verse at the top of your outline. My yoke is easy. Circle that word, easy. You know what that word is in the original Greek, which the Bible was written in the New Testament? That word doesn't mean easy. It means perfectly fitted. Perfectly fitted. You know, there's a legend that, of course, we all know Jesus was a carpenter. There's a legend that, you know, farmers, I mean, carpenters in those days didn't build houses. They built farm implements. So I'm sure Jesus made many yokes in his days. And there's a legend that says over his carpentry shop was the sign that said, our yokes fit best. Because what they would do is they'd go out and they'd look at the actual animals that the yoke was going to be on, and they'd go out and they would customize the yoke so it fit the, the oxen perfectly, so it didn't rub against their shoulders, so it was comfortable. They were customized plants. Now let me tell you why you get overloaded. You try to do things you were never shaped to do. We talk a lot about shape here at Saddleback. God has wired you up with certain spiritual gifts, heart, ability, personality, and experiences to make you you. And when you try to do things that you were never shaped to do, but you're doing them because everybody else is doing them, you're going to get under stress. You're going to get overloaded. You're going to get out of control. And so you need to take Jesus' yoke because it fits perfectly. It matches your shape. It's well-fitted. Now, this is an exchange. Jesus says, take my yoke upon you. So what do you do? You take off your heavy yoke, the burdens that are on your shoulders, you drop those, and you put on Jesus' yoke, which is light and easy. The truth is, you don't have one yoke on you. You got a dozen. You're carrying the expectations of a lot of different things and people and events. You got a community yoke. You got a family yoke. You got a business yoke. You got a church yoke. You're a big yoke. You're a yoke to somebody else. The yoke's on you. So you don't just have one yoke. You got a dozen. If, you know, if we had a cartoon, it'd be a dozen of them piled up on your back. Jesus said, throw all those things off, put on mine. It's easy, it's light, it's well-fitting. If you're not, if your burden is heavy, if your load is not light, 
You're not yoked to Jesus right now. You're doing something that is out of God's will for your life. You may be doing the wrong things. You may be doing the right things in the wrong way. You see, we think that the answer to our stress is escape, escape. You know, I'm, I'm overloaded. I need a vacation. God says, no, no, that's not it. You know why? Because when you go on a vacation, you take you and you're the problem. <laughs> you can go to Tahiti, but guess what? Your mind's going with you. We think the antidote to stress is escape. God says the an antidote to, an to, uh, to stress is give up control. Give up control. Every time I give up control, God gives me his peace. Now there's one more thing. He says, come to me. He says, give up control, take my yoke. And then he says, learn to trust. That's the third key to stress management. Learn to trust. Matthew 20, 11, 29, learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Jesus is the outstanding model of history in how to live a life of purpose and peace. He is our model. And the third step to reducing overload, first, turn to him instead of other things. Second, give up control instead of trying to keep it. And the third is, learn to trust by following Jesus' model. We watch how he lived and then do it. Read the scriptures and study how Jesus lived and do what he did and you'll have the same kind of peace that he had. If you want balance, if you want health, if you want sanity in your schedule and in your life, follow the model of Jesus. Learn. Learn. Now note, learning is a process. Learning doesn't happen instantly. Learning takes time. You know the mess that you're in right now? You didn't get there overnight. I mean, you messed yourself up over a long period of time. Those habits of hurried, worried lifestyle, that is, just didn't start yesterday. You've had years to practice this. You have developed a lifestyle of overload, a lifestyle of stress, a lifestyle of hurry and worry. And you're not gonna get over it overnight. There's no pill you can take. You've gotta unlearn some things. You're going to have to relearn some new things. You're going to have to learn from Jesus. That means you gotta be willing to learn if you wanna lower the stress of your life. You're not gonna change continuing to do the same thing you're doing right now. You gotta learn. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. We are so happy you've chosen to study along with us today. If you'd like to receive Rick's free daily devotional, go to PastorRick.com and sign up right now. You'll get hope and encouragement from Pastor Rick delivered to your inbox every day. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first, we have some really exciting news. Generous friends of Daily Hope have offered a $10,000 matching grant. That means whatever amount you give to help share the hope of Jesus worldwide will be matched up to $10,000. So 25 becomes 50, 100 becomes 200, and 500 becomes 1,000. Whatever amount you give will be doubled by the grant. 
But don't wait because this opportunity will be gone at the end of this week and we'll miss out on any amount left over from the grant not matched. Here's Pastor Rick to tell you more. Hi, everybody. Thanks so much for listening today. You know, my hope is that God uses this broadcast to help deepen your relationship with Jesus. Now, these Daily Hope messages are distributed on radio stations and digital platforms all across the globe. And listeners are writing and letting us know that their lives are being changed. They're telling us that they're walking with Jesus and that guilt and fear has been chased from their lives by God's love. You know, relationships are being restored and marriages are being healed. And many people are saying that they found their life purpose. I want to say thank you to you because we're only able to carry the hope of Jesus to these people all around the world because of gifts from generous listeners like you. I just wanted to say I am so grateful for those of you who have consistently given throughout this past year. And I can't thank you enough for your prayers and your financial support. Now, I understand in times like these, many of you are unable to give financial support. Hear it from me. That's okay. Because I never want anybody to give unless God leads them to give. That's between you and God. Not between you and me, but between you and God. And your prayers are a continual and incredible contribution to this Daily Hope ministry. Now, if you do want to give a financial gift, I've got some really great news to share with you. There's a generous friend of Daily Hope Broadcast who is offering to match the amount of your gift. In other words, if you give $20, then that person is combine it with a grant to make your gift $40. Now, if you've never given a gift to Daily Hope, I want you to pray about partnering with us so that together we can continue to share the hope of Jesus throughout the whole world. I love you so much. Act now, as we only have until Friday at midnight to meet this match. Just go to PastorRick.com or text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004 and have your gift matched up to $10,000. We'll say thanks by sending you Pastor Rick's book called Re-Energize Your Life. That's PastorRick.com or text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. There's only three days left to get this great resource and have your gift matched by the $10,000. So act now. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.